You're listening to the Everyday Growth Podcast with your host, Anthony J. Start your personal growth journey with fitness, nutrition, and mindset. How bad do you want it? This is Everyday Growth. All right, all right, community, what is going on? Uh, another amazing episode coming your way. So I want to make this short and it's always going to be sweet. Guys, do me a favor before you go any further, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you are new here, welcome. As you heard in the intro, this is your one-stop shop for everything fitness, nutrition, mindset related. Now guys, today, this episode is not my podcast episode. I had the great, great Greatest of honors. I'm so humbled to be on her podcast. It is the Mind Muscle Enlightenment Podcast. If you haven't heard yet, Maggie Dong was on my podcast a couple episodes ago. You guys can go ahead and check back with that and see what we talked about. But she had me on her podcast and she has just recently gone a different route in her podcast on like episode number 38. And she's doing more of what we talk about in this episode. So she was so awesome to give me the recording of that and let me allow me sorry allow me to post this on my podcast like i said not a lot of people allow you to do that they like to hoard things to themselves but when you start listening to this podcast when you hear where it goes and how we just bring absolute fucking fire to the microphones it was like we've been brother and sister for a lifetime already that's how awesome we just communicated through this podcast and this was just literally a normal conversation between two human beings that are on the same exact page together and it was just like everything we said it was like yeah i agree and then we should do this and then agree with that and then we should do this it was just an amazing amazing thing so you guys please hit those subscribe buttons for me head on over to youtube check out our faces on YouTube as well. Now you can put faces with the names on over there. Guys, we're trying to grow that YouTube channel as much as we possibly fucking can. And it is very difficult. It is very difficult. YouTube is a beast. So you guys, please go check out Every Day with Anthony J. That is myself over on YouTube. And please subscribe to that as well. If you guys aren't following me over on Instagram, check that out at Every Day Anthony J. You guys can hit me up there. And of course, I have a link tree in there that you can find all of my social media and all that stuff too to give that all a follow. So you guys, without further ado, this is an amazing podcast with Maggie Dong on the Mind Muscle Enlightenment podcast. Please go give her stuff a listen. She is dropping tons and tons of solo projects and episodes and every time she picks up the microphone, it's absolute fire. She speaks from the heart and for someone that is her age and how young she is, she has gone through an enormous amount of shit. And hopefully from here on out, it is easy street because everything that she's gone through, no one her age should have gone through that. So please go listen to her stories, listen to the episode. She breaks them all down. She is super transparent and she holds nothing back because she doesn't care. And that's exactly how we should be in life. We shouldn't care what other people think of what we do, what we want to do. Don't let people hold you back. Get rid of those toxic relationships and get going with the, what you want to do and pick the person you want to do it with. And if you want to do it by yourself, damn it, do it by yourself. But pick your group of people that are behind you 100% that lift you up and they don't hold you down. We've said this a thousand times on this podcast. You've probably heard it a bazillion times besides my podcast. There's only two people in this world, only two 
That's There's only two. You can't be both. You're either going to be an anchor or you're going to lift someone up. You can't be both. You can't have a friend that's in the middle and you can't be in the middle as well. You can't be an anchor sometimes and lifting the other person up and positive on one side. You can't be kind of negative and kind of positive. You need people around you that are all one or all the other. And guess what? If they're all the anchor, they're an anchor for a reason. Cut them loose and leave them in the ocean because you don't need them in your life. Guys, this episode obviously is brought to you by Everyday CBD. The new website is up. It is live. And right now, you can go on there and kick your subscription and get 15% off every single order you put in, whether that's monthly or bi-monthly. The easiest thing you have to do is just put in your credit card and boom, you automatically get 15% off each and every order. Guys, that is my brand new CBD brand. It's an amazing product. I found the highest quality and the best grower I could find in the United States. And I have a great team behind me. The website, you can now check it out, is everydaycbdco.com. That's everydaycbdco.com. Guys, and like always, the other podcast sponsor is Ambition Threads. Now, guys, Ambition Threads, I've been with them for a minute. They're out of Tennessee, and the dude who runs it is an amazing, amazing person, and we are growing so, so fast. You guys, it's great wear inside and outside the gym. It's an amazing apparel company. Shirts, women's pants, hats, dad hats, you name it. The brand new hoodies are completely sick. I just love every single thing they're coming out with. And you know what? I should have a package here pretty soon. I'm going to have to get a hold of Tyler uh, big time. Uh, Mr. Tyler Gentry, if you're listening, what's up, bro? Where's my package, man? Where's my package? (laughs) I'm just so stoked. Every time he sends me something, every time I get something uh, in the mail, I'm like, dude, this is so fly. I can't believe you came up with this. Two weeks later, there's something else new coming out. And I'm like, dude, when are you going to stop? And he's always like, never. So it's an amazing thing. If you don't like one thing, just wait. You're going to like the other. And guess what? Every single thing he has come out with is an amazing piece of apparel. Women get on it. Men get on it. You guys, it's awesome inside and outside the gym. And I am destroying these clothes. And the wear on them is beautiful and they last very long. So you guys head on over to ambitionthreads.com, type in the code every day, all in caps, that's every day, all in caps, and you will receive 20% off each and every order. Guys, these are great discounts and we only mess with the highest quality shit. And you guys know that I would never get behind anything that I don't endorse myself. I wear the clothes. I take the CBD. I know the owner of the other apparel company and I created the CBD, and I know the grower and the formulator. This is why we do these things to bring you the best, highest quality inside and outside the gym wear and health and wellness with the CBD. Guys, check all that stuff out. And then go ahead on over to the Mind Muscle Enlightenment podcast. Hit subscribe on that and listen to Maggie drop bombs every time she's on that microphone. So you guys, once again, thank you, Maggie, for having me on. This is on Maggie's podcast, and this is our little conversation on how to become that 1% better. Peace and love, guys. Until next time. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Movement podcast. I'm your host, Maggie, and today I have a guest, Anthony. He is a podcast host. He is a fitness mindset nutrition coach. He just does it all. And he also has a CBD company that just came out. So he's doing a lot of great things and I'm excited for him to bring a ton of value 
to today's podcast. So Anthony, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> what is up, Maggie? Yeah, uh, it's like we were talking like for 15, 20 minutes before this even started. It's like, what do you want to be called? It's like, well, yeah. you know, I kind of do it all. So yeah, you guys, my name is uh, Anth- Anthony J. And uh, I go by Anthony J just because that's all over my social media is uh, everyday Anthony J. And I just try to help people break free from their food addictions and the weight and the scale and become 1% better every single day. Um, No matter how I do that, whether it's through me opening up more businesses like a CBD company to help people sleep better and help people de-stress a little bit better or through my own podcast at the Everyday Growth Podcast where I am just trying to educate every single person the best that I can for them to live a 1% better life. And it's all about positivity. It's all about lifting each other up. And Mags, you know all about that. It's like, that's exactly why we're here right now is that we're in the same space together and we just need to keep pushing that positive word out to all the people. So I'm very blessed to be here and I'm very honored, Maggie, for you having me on your podcast, man. I, I really do appreciate being on here today. Yeah, thank you for coming onto the podcast and just bring your energy. You have just this like super powerful, uplifting energy that I'm sure we're all appreciating right now. And you mentioned that one of your missions is to help people break free from food addictions. And I feel like that is something that I am really passionate about as well, just helping people find their freedom. Because at the end of the day, I think everybody wants freedom. And we don't get a lot of that right now in today's world. So what do you think freedom means to you? Freedom to me is I like to try to put it with all my clients as well is whenever I get a little bit of, of just pushback or a little bit of blowback from a client talking about, you know, I just don't feel like tracking food anymore. I don't feel like following your programming anymore. And it's all these things. It's, we have to ask ourselves, what are those, what is the ROI on these things, right? Like what is the ROI, the return on investment on getting a coach? What is the ROI on actually taking time to understand how much calories we're putting in our mouth every single day? Like what is the ROI on this? For me, the ROI to that, the return on investment with that is freedom. It's everything. It is everything. People look at, you've heard this many times too, it's just being a coach. People look at, and I think you've gone through it as well. People look at counting calories as obsessive. Using my fitness pal, plugging food in is obsessive. If you're at dinner with some friends and you're really tracking your food and you, you, you ask to have this, no, no butter on this, no oil on this, plain people are like, oh my gosh, you know, Susie or Joe, can't you just branch out and, you know, just be normal and just not worry about it. It's like, you know what? We all have our own goals. And I think having a little bit more empathy towards people that do want to do better and not try to tear them down. Cause what are we really doing when we do something like that, Maggie? Like, what are we really doing when I'm looking at you and like, Hey, Maggie, can you just loosen up and just, just have another piece of pizza? And you're like, no, like I've had enough. That's good. I don't need to stuff myself. What really what I'm doing is I'm trying to tear you down to make myself feel better. And it's just the bottom line is that it's really what it is. It's like, it's really no, it's, it's no one else's business, what you want to do and what you want to put in your own fucking body than you and uh, how you want to treat it. That's on you as well. You know, that's a whole nother conversation, but to create nutritional freedom, to create financial freedom, to create freedom in one's relationship and to create freedom and freedom in one's life. We can look at it in so many different ways. Um, Freedom to me is doing exactly what I'm doing in my life. Um, Being an entrepreneur for almost three years now, solely trying to keep my own lights on in my house and keep the food in the fridge. I just woke up this morning and went and, and played golf with my nephew for three hours this morning. You know, if I had a nine to five job, I couldn't do that. Now I'm on a podcast with you. So that's creating um, freedom in my life, in my lifestyle, that I am living my own life. I'm living life on my own terms. 
Now you and I were talking about the matrix before you yeah. because, <laughs> because you just dropped an amazing podcast. I can't wait to listen to it, but it is true. It's that red bill that it's the red pill, blue pill shit. It's the, do you want to keep living in the matrix and keep punching someone's nine to five? Or do you want to create freedom for yourself? And through creating freedom, I believe is everything in life. We can start living when we keep, or when we start creating that freedom, we can really start living. Yeah, exactly. I absolutely agree with everything that you just said. And I think going back to the food thing, people think that tracking is restrictive, but I think the way that I I see it and I tell my clients is that by having a little bit of guidelines and boundaries, you actually create more flexibility and you create more freedom. And tracking, you know, like it's not for everyone, obviously. So that's why people can look at you and they're like, whoa, why are you tracking and weighing out your food every day? So not saying that everybody needs to track, but just having respect for other people when they do whatever it's best for them and not trying to tear everybody down for something that you think is quote unquote wrong. Because I think people have this like very limited mindset and it's almost like, oh, we, we are living in our own little box. And when we see somebody that's outside of the box, whoa, we get scared and we try to pull them back in. And that goes back to living in the matrix. I've been talking about this so much just on my social media as well, because once you're out of it, you just can never go back. Like you just can you, you can't ever unsee whatever it is that you're seeing. And like you said, living a life on your own terms, that's true freedom. And something that I also talked about in my Matrix podcast um, was that the way that I see it, I don't know what you think about this, but the way that I see it right now is that right now we're mostly dead inside already and we're not actually living until we break outside of our own box and we step out of the comfort zone that's when life actually starts but for the time being most of us are already dead inside that's basically the premise of the movie right if anybody's ever seen the matrix if you haven't seen the matrix it's 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 about becoming unplugged and we can look at whatever you want to talk about fitness nutrition or mindset we are on paths that we think are already laid for us and that we need to follow those said paths. Um, and I'm talking about like societal standards at this point. Like, yes, we all have our own journey. Yes, we all have our own path. That's not what I'm talking about. Put that on the table. I'm talking about society standards, the societal norms that we think we need to follow or we're told that we need to follow or we have to be married, have a kid, have a house, have a white pick fence and two dogs and, and a fucking cat, another kid after that, all in a, in a sequential order that's what we need to be doing. You need to find a job. You need to go to college. You need to find a job after that. You need to be stuck at doing something for the next 50 fucking years of your life. Whether you're miserable or not, that's your choice because you went to college to do that. Or you didn't go to college and you still found a nine to five. And I'm, I say this all, this gets brought up a lot on my podcast as well. So I want to clear the air really quick. If that is you, that's awesome. And I, I'm not saying you're a loser. You're an idiot. I would never say anything like that to anybody I come across, whether I know you or not. If that's your jam and you're happy and you have all those things I just said and the two kid, that's great. Congratulations. You're doing exactly what you want to do. I'm talking with the people who think that that is the, that's the norm, that what our parents told us or what our friends tell us, why can't you just get it? Why, why do you always have to change jobs? Why can't you just settle down with this? It's like, listen, I'm trying to create myself. Fuck finding yourself. 
You need to create yourself. I hate, I hate that shit. So that's my tattoo on the side of my body, right? It says life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Okay. It's on the entire side of my body. It came to me after I tried to take my own life a long time ago, because my whole life, people have been saying, you know, go out there and find yourself. Like it's under a fucking rock. Like what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to flip over a rock and be like, oh, there it is. Like a video game. You have to go out there and create yourself. We don't talk enough about that in society is anything that you want, as cliche as this is about to fucking sound, anything that you want in life, you can fucking have. Of course, take that with a grain of salt. There's some really shitty circumstances that you could be born into. I get that. I get that. But you can still try to do your best every single day to get out of that rut, to get out of that place, to have that better job, to get away from that relationship, that friendship, anything that has is pulling negativity in your life and has negativity put in your life, you are allowed to say no. You are allowed to have a choice. That's called being unfucking plugged from the matrix. You and only you can control what you do. And you and only you are responsible for your fucking actions. So when you want to go out every single day and follow the crowd, that's your choice. When you want to blow off every single weekend to go follow the crowd, that's your choice. But don't come back and say, man, I'm working so hard at trying to lose this last 10 pounds or trying to get my job together, try to be a better entrepreneur, or trying to be a better husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend to somebody. You don't get a right to complain about that because you're following societal fucking norms and it's your choice. Yeah, exactly. And I think people like to play the victim, you know, like everything is happening to me. Every It's always somebody else's fault it's never my fault you know that i can't lose the weight that i don't have the job that i want that i don't live the life that i want it's always you know it's it's their fault i was born into this shitty situation you know i don't have this degree whatever it is like people will always find some sort of excuse to not take their own responsibility on themselves it's always about somebody else and in terms of you know like breaking out of that, it takes radical courage and responsibility to just, you know, finally say that it's on me. Like everything that I have or don't have in my life is a result of my own actions. It's not somebody else's actions. It's my own. And taking responsibility over that, it creates freedom in your life because then you stop blaming society you know stop blaming the government for your shit the government does not have control over you as much as you think it does you know these people just have this false sense of control and people follow that but the reality is that we are creators of our own lives and we're creators of our own destinies you don't have a set path already for you and you can create whatever it is that you want in your life if you are willing to do that. Yeah, 100% 100 everything you just said. And pointing blame on people comes down to, you know, playing a victim and and pointing blame on everybody and putting blame on everybody else for the things that you're doing in your life. It comes down to just basic fucking ownership. Like you have to have extreme ownership. I'll quote that from Jocko Willink. You have to have extreme ownership in every second of every day of your own life. Every day, every second of each day, it's your time. You know, do I have to make another post about how many seconds in a day? It's like a bank account that you have to become this person, become that person. I shouldn't have to make another fucking post like that. You know, you wake up every day with X amount of fucking money in your bank. Every second is a fucking whatever, a dollar. Okay. You have all that time. What are you going to do with it? 
What are you going to do with it? It's completely up to you to carve out what you want to do. But on the other side of it, take ownership over things. Don't put blame on everybody else. You are only where you are at because you choose to be there. Okay. You choose to be there. I don't choose for you. Your mom doesn't choose for you. Dad, boyfriend, girlfriend, no one chooses for you to be where you're at. Okay. Ownership comes in many ways, shapes, and forms. Adversity. Own that shit. Okay. I, if, if, if you and I, Mags, this is perfect right here. This is fucking great. If you and I quit back in the day when you and I had our own personal problems that we were going through, would we be here today? No, absolutely not. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. So through that adversities that we went through, that's our own fucking personal journey. We have to own that, come, come to peace with that, okay? And then move the fuck on. Because if you carry that with you, if you carry, if you carry yesterday's bullshit with you today, what the, fu- what the fuck, how, what can you get done today? If you're still worrying about t- yesterday, how are you supposed to get through today? And then how are you even supposed to plan for tomorrow? If all you're thinking about is the things in the past, okay? So this is a crazy story that I don't think I've shared yet before. I just went back. I was just in Michigan, right? I was in Michigan for a very long time. I was there for like four four or five days. Fucking awesome. Stayed at a cabin, no TV, no Wi-Fi. Was amazing. I vlogged myself. I still haven't edited the video yet. I'm just, I'm trying to come to terms with it. It's like four days long. Last day I was there. I think it was Saturday or Sunday. One of the the close to last days I was there. I'm going to get emotional about it. I walked out in the woods. Every morning I was able to make coffee walk into the fucking woods, sit down. Cause I was in a cabin on 10 acres. Okay. All by myself with my girlfriend. Obviously we're all by ourselves. Yeah. No, no noise, no cars, no nothing, just nature, nature, noise, the sun's coming up. And I sat down and for the first time in my entire life, in my entire life, it was so deafening quiet that I didn't know what to do. It was so quiet. I'm talking no noise, no blue noise, no TV noise, no computer, no head, no nothing, nothing, zero, no sound, except fucking nature, mother nature. And I was silent. I I took it in. At that time, I'm about to be 39 years old. At, At that time, I thought for the longest, I was so mad at so many people back in the day that I guess I was still carrying with me. I had no idea. So mad at the people that I, that I chose to put in my circle that were shoving drugs up my nose, that were hurting me in every single way, shape, and form, that didn't do anything for me, that were enablers, that were not my friends who I spent years with. I thought they were my best friends. They were the worst fucking people I could have been with, right? The worst fucking people. And no, they're gone out of my life, okay? Mm -hmm. The amount of energy and realness came through me when the sun came up and I was in the woods by myself. It fucking struck me like an out-of-body experience. I was out of my body looking back at myself, but I was looking back into myself through all the things that I never took ownership over, ever. And for the first time in my life, it was all put on me. I did the drugs. I hung around those people. I had those dead-end jobs. I tried to kill myself. Everything that I did, it was me who did it. That's no one else's fault. That's my ownership. I took extreme ownership with that. And guess what? I fucking manned up to that. I fucking took it on the chin. I fucking cried like I am right now, probably a little worse than this by myself in the middle of the woods. Okay. And I saw for once that everything in this life is only on you. 
That's it. That's fucking life. You need to understand that ownership is all you have to create yourself to become 1% better every day. It's you every day. No one's going to do one fucking thing for you. Until you have that realization, and I came back now, I have never been more clear in my entire life. It felt like 20 years have been fucking lifted off my shoulders. Where I thought I came to terms with it, but I didn't until I put myself in a position of utter silence. And I think I will push everybody. You're, you're big. You're big on taking time to yourself. I know you are. You talk about it all the time. You turn your phone off. You don't go on this. You don't do this. You try to keep yourself in, in, in one room and not talk. Like you didn't shoot a deal not too long ago. Like you didn't want to talk yeah. for X amount of time. Yeah. How loud was it in your head when you couldn't talk? So loud. And I think it's like when you actually stop talking, stop interacting with social media, your phone, with other people, when you just get really quiet in your own head, that's when all the answers start showing up. Because I really believe that we always have all the answers inside of us, but we just have all this noise covering it up. And I love that you talked about looking back at your life and realizing that everything that has happened to you, it's not anybody else's fault. Because when I went really quiet in my own head, this was recently too, when I went through all of that emotional roller coaster, I started realizing that I was still holding on to things from the past that I thought I had already let go of. Like, you know, losing my parents, I thought I was already over that. But one day it just all hit me and I realized that, oh, I'm still holding on to my mom leaving. I'm still holding on to my dad abusing me. I was still blaming him for that, even though I thought I had already let go of that. But I've come to realize that, you know, like him abusing me, first of all, I can't take that personally. That's not my problem because I was blaming myself for whatever I did to deserve that. But I realized that there was nothing that I did to deserve getting abused. And also, I realized that I I can't blame him anymore because I was still blaming him, like living in this story from my past. But I realized that blaming him does not do anything. And the only thing that I can take away from that is the lesson that I'm learning. Because without getting abused by him as much as, as it was hurtful, I would not have become who I am today. So if I'm going to go back and blame him for whatever he did to me, I also have to blame him for who I've become. And that was something that really hit me because without all of the stuff that happened in my past, I would not be where I am today. And in order for me to really move on from that, then I had to learn forgiveness, forgiving all of this shit that happened to me past, all of these people, and also learning to forgive myself because I looked back at my past and realized that, you know, I wasn't taking full responsibility of my life and I was still blaming other people for the things that have happened to me. And I needed to learn how to forgive myself first before then I was able to forgive other people. So yeah, it really takes getting real with yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror, because I think a lot of people are scared to look at themselves in the mirror. Like when you look at yourself, when I did it for the first time, probably back a couple of months, like normally I would just, you know, like look in the mirror to check my clothes, to check my hair or whatever. But for the first time, 
a few months ago, I sat in front of the mirror just for the sake of looking at myself and just looked at my own eyes and asked myself, who the fuck am I? And mm-hmm. like, why, why are things the way they are in my life? What have I done to cause these things to happen to me? And that was the time when I stopped blaming everybody else for my problems. And I got real with myself. And I think a lot of people have trouble doing that. Yeah, a lot of people have a lot, a lot of trouble doing that, looking at themselves. But I think more importantly, they have a big, um, a ton of trouble asking themselves those questions. The who am I question? What is, who, what do I like about me question? Um, all the deep things that you're not you're not asking yourself on a daily basis because you're scared of that, that answer. That's the exact push that you need to ask yourself those questions. Usually the road that's harder is the right road to take. We're going to hear that the rest of our lives. As long as I'm alive, you're going to hear that. You know, it's one of yeah. those things like, like, Oh, it, it is hard. Oh, is that hard? Cool. Then you should probably be fucking doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. everyone's like, I just wish it was easier. Okay. It's hard. It's going to get easier. The more you do it, like anything in life, the more you do it, the easier it's going to be. But the thing is, if you cannot look in the mirror, close on, close off, up close from far away and love oneself, then this, this game that you're playing, this, this game that you're playing, you're going to lose. And you may have already lost without even knowing. And that's the big problem. When it does hit you that you've been going down the wrong path for a very long time, you get like when you have this type of talk with yourself, when this shit works and when this shit makes you break the fuck down and you have that, you're going to look back on the 10 years you wasted. Okay, I've done it. Look back at those 10 years and be like, why didn't I just do that earlier? And the big question I have for you is, A, why haven't you done it? And B, a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole for other people is, why are you so scared to start to do that? Why are you so scared to ask yourself those questions? What are you hiding from? What are you running away from? What has happened that you are trying to suppress so much knowing that that's the wrong thing to do because it's going to come out on everybody else around you. And not to mention that's going to tear you fucking down from the inside out. And when you have that realization and when you hit that fucking rock bottom from suppressing things and not crying it out, not talking to somebody or not talking to yourself, not journaling, not being real with your actions or having ownership over everything and always pointing the finger I hope you don't have that, that fallout because that shit fucking hurts and that shit may take you a lifetime to struggle and survive back from. Okay. Now, anyone who's ever probably listened to Maggie's podcast, you guys have a glimpse of a little bit of my story. Maggie has told you a glimpse of a little bit of her story and you probably know her story verbatim from A to Z because I know she's talked about it on, on a lot of episodes. We don't want you to ever fall that hard or have these things happen to you, but guess what it does more times than not. But you need to come to terms with these things or you'll never be able to grow. And loving oneself is the foundation to this thing called life. If not, you're just building a castle on sand and we all know what happens there. Exactly. And self-love is the thing that I keep on drilling down people's throats. I'm like, you need to learn how to love yourself because I think a lot of people you know, try to look for external validation they try to look for somebody else to love them but i'm here telling you that if you don't love yourself no one else can actually love you and you don't even know what love is if you don't love yourself first like it wasn't until i realized 
how to completely be alone and completely be okay by myself and love myself for every single aspect of my life, good or bad, that's when I started realizing that my version of love before that was just all false because I would tell, you know, other people, oh, I love you so much, whatever, whatever, but it was not true love. It was not real because I didn't love myself already. So it's not until you love yourself, then you can start taking on the other things in your life. And whatever you put out into the world is reflected right back at you. So if you're always having this negative self-talk, if you're, you know, giving yourself shit for not being good enough, whatever, then that's what you're inviting into your life. So if you are always trying to, just for example, you know, if people are always giving you judgments and you do not like receiving judgments, I always ask people, how often are you judging yourself? Because the more you judge yourself, the more judgments you're inviting into your life. So whatever you get from the world and from other people, it's just a reflection of you. So when something goes wrong in your life, then look at yourself and take responsibility for that so that you can fix your problems first instead of blaming it on other people. Yeah, I mean, that's just what we have to do. We have to start looking at things in, in, in different lights, every way, shape, or form. When something goes wrong, don't just react right away because you're upset because something didn't go your way like a fucking child. <laughs> Let's not yeah. do that anymore. Let's be adults here. Let's take a step back and let's change the perspective in which we look at things. Let's really look at why this happened. And I guarantee the answer is probably with you that you did something for that to happen. Now, of course, I'm talking about goals and things falling off. I'm not talking about, God forbid, you know, it's not Maggie, it's not your fault that those things happen to you, you know what I'm saying, in your lifetime. That's not what we're talking about. So let's clear the air really quick with that. I feel like we always have to do that with everything that we say. Yeah. Like, don't, hey guys, don't take it so <laughs> literal that like you're going to blow up our DMs and be like, you guys are pieces of shit. Like, that's know, not, yeah, yeah, yeah like, nowadays, like everything needs a oh, disclaimer, like everything. Oh. If you don't give a disclaimer, like someone's going to take it the wrong way. That's <laughs> so bad. But it's one of those things where it's like when you take a step back in perspective and you actually just, okay, why, why did this happen? And you're cool, calm and collective going at that said thing that didn't happen. You're going to find the answer. Number one, you're going to find the answer. Number two, you may learn a thing or two about what you did was wrong. And number three, you may learn a thing or two by yourself. And the thing is, Maggie, if we go through this day, like any other day of the week and not care what's going on, we're never going to learn. But if we can go through each day and learn from all our mistakes, you're fucking winning. Like you are winning. And guess what? Losing is more than winning in this thing called life. You will lose way more times than you're going to win this thing. And those wins that you do get, they're prob- although they may be huge things for you to win at, whether whatever that be, whatever goal that may be, it, that, that, that winning fleets really quick, really quick. It just, it's out of, it's like a day or two, maybe less, it's gone. Like, oh, that, that was cool. Like, so what you really need to focus on is the journey and the path of which, which you needed to take to get there, okay? It's like, if you talk and want, you want a fitness one, you, you put five or 10 pounds on your back squat, your bench press or your deadlift. It may have taken you six months to do that. You're so fucking happy when that happens. You may go out to dinner with some friends. You may celebrate. You may have a drink. You may not. You may have a pizza by yourself. Whatever your celebration is, guess what? The next day, you're like, huh, if I took six months to put 10 pounds on those lifts, wonder what happens if I work out hard, as, as hard as I've been doing for six months. 
because you start to understand the process of how you got to that extra 10 pounds, how you lost that 10 pounds of weight, how you put 10 pounds more on the barbell, how you made another thousand dollars that's coming in every single month in your business. Like you have to start looking at the process and the journey to get there, how that has to happen. You have to take a step back, change your fucking perspectives on things. Stop blaming. Stop. Please stop playing the fucking victim. Cause that, that card has been played out and we yeah. still have five months in this fucking year. I can't wait for this year to be over because yeah. of that. And it's like the be- if you start looking at things in a different way, everything starts to clear up. Everything starts to clear up. But as soon as something bad happens, what we do is re- we react without thinking first, right? Where it's just, we react like, fuck. And so it's emotion yeah. on that one thing. It's like, dude, just take a step back, man. It's all good. You got this. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, when we react, when we start getting angry, when we start wanting to fight other people, that's when you should take a, take a step back and figure out what is the right thing to do. Because when you're angry, when you're all fired up, you don't really have the answers inside of you. Because like we said, when you have all this shit going on, your emotions are coming up, you're not clear headed enough to try to figure out what the right move is to actually make. And what I like to think is that whenever I get triggered by something or someone, I go about my day and somebody triggers me, I see every trigger as an opportunity for me to look at something within myself. Because every time you get triggered, ask yourself why. Why is this even triggering you in the first place? Why is something that someone said making you angry and making you uncomfortable? Because truly, if you are at peace with yourself, if you're at peace with everything that's going on, nothing should trigger you and nothing should should disturb your peace. And what I also like to tell people is that whatever it is that makes you angry, if it's a person or a thing or whatever, that thing has control over you because it's making you angry. So just next time when we get triggered, just take a step back and just ask yourself, why am I feeling this? What is this activating within myself that needs to be worked on and that needs to be healed? And when you're at that point, also don't try to run away from it because I have tried in the past to run away from my emotions, from my problems, and I can only run so far before I hit a wall and you I'm forced. Every time. Yeah. You will lose every time. And I'm forced to go back and look at my life. Like, God, the universe will make you hit a wall. The universe, God, will step in, put something in front of you that makes you turn back, that makes you face your biggest fears. If you don't do it by yourself right now, one day it's going to get you and it's going to hit 10 times harder because you've ran for so long. And in breaking through those plateaus and those walls and that adversity that you do have, trust me, it may be a super dirty and really shitty process and it may break you in the process, but you got to keep pushing on and never tuck tail and run and never retreat and never cower because you are, you may be quote unquote scared of what's going to happen. You're scared of what may, may be happening because you don't know what's on the other side of that wall. You don't know what's going to happen. If you become that strong person because of that set adversity that you're going to fucking blow through, you don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, the unknowing is scary. It always fucking is. Okay. Starting a new business. I'm scared shitless, Maggie. I am me too. I am scared shitless all the time. But every day, how do I try to conquer that? 
I try to connect, you know, I try to check all the boxes. I try to look at my sleep, my nutrition, my lifestyle. Do I need to take a step back from business um, for a day, take an extra day off this week? We have to look through all that fun, you know, coaches love to say biofeedback, all the mm -hmm. markers that you say. And like, like you said, say you get triggered, right? You're walking down the street and let's just say someone or something triggers you, right? Why are you upset? Can we, so I love how you asked that because it was a really deep thing. And I, I, I think people can take that really deep or they can go super shallow with it and go, how was your sleep last night? Is that why you're being a dick today? Is that, you know, <laughs> is, is that why a red, two red lights in a row? Why is there two red, red lights in a row in your car and, and, and you're mad? Why is that? Oh, you woke up 30 minutes late today. So you're late, right? You're late. So that's why that triggered you. Guess what? Mm, whose fault is that? Yeah, that's still on you. <laughs> still on you, dude. Okay. It's like, you didn't have enough sleep. You slept in. You, you hit snooze when you shouldn't hit snooze. You just feel like being an asshole that day because you, you haven't had your caffeine yet. You stubbed your toe in the morning. You stepped on your kid's Lego in the morning. I mean, there's so much we can do. We don't have to do this big, deep tunnel down this rabbit hole being like, you, you just have to find yourself through all these things throughout the day. It's like, listen, the things that probably fucking piss you off are super small but you want to make a fucking anthill into a mountain. Okay. Yeah. That's what you want to do with life. People want to do that thing. People want to pretend like they're running out of water, a water bottle in their house. And all of a sudden they're like, Oh, if I don't go to the store now, I don't know when I'm going to have time to go do it. Who's going to do it for me. I don't know. Should I just order it? Like, dude, use your fucking kitchen sink or go buy a new water bottle. It's really simple. But the thing is we love to make these big, grandiose schemes of this bullshit. We love to make this small thing and this big thing for what, for what you're going to, the only people that are going to play into your hand, the only people that will be at the same table playing the same fucking game as you are the people that want to trump your misery with their misery to make their misery look better. And here's a vicious circle of you guys going back and forth. They're like, Oh, I get what you're saying, Joe, but you know what? Like, uh, yeah, I gained 15 pounds over your 10 pounds in quarantine. Oh, no shit. Cool. Uh, you know, it's like, it just goes back and forth and back and forth. Misery will always fucking love company all the time. Misery will always be there to pull you down because the people that are miserable in your life, they want you to come down or they want to pull you down with them. They don't care about your happiness. They look at that and they fucking hate you for your happiness. So you want to be around those people or do you want to fucking be around happiness and confidence and all that thing that pushes you to be a better person? And that's what we're really after here. But have some fucking ownership over some shit and figure it out for yourself and take a step forward in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, misery loves company. And I think so many people now bond over misery. They're like, the only way that they can connect is over drama, gossip, negativity. And it's like, when can we stop bonding over negativity and let's bond over growth <laughs> let's bond over positivity getting fit like when can we stop comparing ourselves in a negative way like let's say you know two people are on their fitness journey together and they're having a hard time and i think most of the time people are comparing themselves over oh, you know, I did so bad last week. And the other person is like, oh, I did worse. And they're comparing themselves in terms of, oh, who has it worse? And why do we do that? When can we stop doing that and start saying, hey, let's lift each other up. Let's see how we can push each other to be better people. And I think people bond over so much misery because it's just the easy way and it's just comfortable People like to stay in their comfort zones and their egos. The ego always wants to bond over negativity and fear. We're all scared, 
But if you really want to create something in your life, if you really want to achieve a certain goal, it's going to be scary, but it's up to you to break out of that fear and stop letting your ego run the show. And something that I had to work through and I still do every single day is constant ego checking because (laughs) in our world, it's so easy to just react from the ego. The ego wants to be selfish. The ego wants to protect us. And every time I get triggered, I know that's my ego. That's my ego saying, hey, somebody just violated something within me that I have to put on a defense and I have to attack. That's my ego talking. But every day I have to, in every moment you have a choice to choose whether you want to let your ego ego lead the show or you want to take that back and let your true self come out. Because your true self does not have fear. Your true self is not talking shit about other people. Your true self knows what it wants and it's going to go after it without fear but it's often the ego that's just holding our holding us back in our comfort zones because it's safe but you know what is safety anyway (laughs) would you rather stay quote-unquote safe in your comfort zone and be miserable for the rest of your life right is that really comfortable like let's define (laughs) what is comfortable and what is uncomfortable because we think that going after something stepping out of the box is uncomfortable but in my opinion it's more uncomfortable to stay safe and be miserable and be stuck yeah it's it's that thing of like once again it goes back to are you do you have a goal is that why you feel like you're stuck or what like what is safety to you is that is that like safety like i'm supposed to go out and run five miles today but i only did two instead because i just didn't feel it today well nine times out of ten guess what we're not gonna fucking feel it today you know i don't feel like going to work out every single day but i tried to stay active every day you know that's that's a small goal you can have but it's like what if you only if you're supposed to run five miles you only run two right are you okay with that though like is that safety of not running five and only running two because you felt like it, okay, quote unquote, you felt like it. Then you come back home from a run that you're supposed to run three more miles. You sit on the couch and you turn on Netflix and you have a protein shake because you fucking earned it, right? How do you, is that safety to you or does that start eating away at you? Because there's two different people. For me, I basically just quit on myself. So guess what? Quitting on myself, I know what that feels like. I never want to feel that shit again. Even if you just ran the two, walk the half until you're recovering and try to keep going back and forth and interval running, at least you got it fucking done. And that whole time you're telling yourself, one more mile, one more mile, motherfucker, you got this. Half more mile, motherfucker, you got this. Then you're all done. You come home, you're like, it wasn't so bad. I finished it and I did it. But I think I could do better next time. <gasps> yeah. You're winning the game. You're, that thought alone is winning the game. You know, the thought that doesn't win the game is when you want to run two miles instead of five, come home and play it safe because that is going to destroy you over time because you show me someone who doesn't like to clean their house or keep their inside of their car clean. And I'm going to show you someone whose lifestyle is completely fucking upside down. Yeah, exactly. Like how you do one thing is how you do everything. All the time. That's it. Yeah, That's it. absolutely. And you know, people always ask me, how do I build more confidence? How do I find more worth in myself? And what I like to tell them is that confidence is built in your very little actions. 
like like you said, running five miles, if you just quit right before that five miles, you think you're going to build confidence in yourself? Like, And if you're one of those people who just doesn't do their best, you always just you know, kind of half-ass everything. You think that it's fine if I don't do my best here. I'll try again some other day. You think you're going to be confident and you're asking me how to build confidence when you can hold yourself accountable to your words. And I think the best way, if you want to break your self-confidence, if you want to break your self-worth, is to not follow through with your words and with your promises. If you promise yourself that you are, let's say you're going to track your food for a week and you don't do that, well, guess what? You just broke your self-confidence. And now if you want to make up for that, then you better fucking stick to your word. Right. Yeah. And I think the big thing is that people, people will always do that, right? That's why, that's why our space is just so fucked up, right? That's why the nutrition space (laughs) is so fucked up because, because of, this mentality that people do have, okay, this is going to get real, real for a lot of you are listening because I've been there. I've done it. I know Maggie's done it too. We look at these things as there's an end to the game, right? So when you take on a 30-day whatever fucking fit your word in their diet detox, a 30-day bullshit fad diet that you've probably all done because I've done them too, you're putting at the end of the 30 days that everything's going to be better. That in 30 days, you will, solo, you will completely transform the last 30 years of your life, 20 years (laughs) of your life, 15 years of your life of eating like an asshole and not taking care of your heart health or anything that you're doing inside or outside the gym. In 30 days of this quote unquote shit fad diet, insert whatever one you want to do, you think everything's going to be answered. The world is going to be better. You will be happy. You're not. You're not. Because if you keep going down this path in life and look for the fucking shortcuts, you've already lost. That means you're trying to take the, the, the trail, you're trying to take the journey that everyone's already fucking traveled, man. Okay? Roads are roads for a reason. They've been traveled for a very long time. What gives you, what gives you better gratitude? What gives you better empathy for people? What gives you better love for yourself? By jumping off that, that journey, jumping off that trail, that road, that asphalt, and going carving your own fucking path in this world. And like I was saying earlier, the journey is everything. It may be shitty. It may hurt. But guess what? You ain't going to come out squeaky clean on the other side. But what you're going to come out with is someone that you fucking love and you fucking respect. And that's the bottom line. Stop taking the shortcuts. I know it's sexy. I know it's got all the bells and whistles. And I know it promises you success after 30 days. I'd, la- I'd rather you say, hey, I want to do this thing and I want to tack on six months to what I think it should be done. Beautiful. Now that's a game plan. But that's not sexy, Maggie. That means you got to work hard, Mags. That means you have to work harder in the gym and in the kitchen and get your eight, nine hours of sleep. That means you have to audit your circle and get away from those people who are real shitty to you that drain all of your fucking energy. It's not sexy. Being real with yourself isn't sexy. That's why books aren't fucking wrote on that shit. Books are wrote for you to, be, to get better in 30 days. That's the problem with the society today. And that's the fucking matrix that we really need to be breaking out of is right there. Because if you think this shit is going to be done in 30 days, you're fucking nuts. You are completely nuts. And I know a hundred coaches, I can name them right now, that would tell you you're fucking nuts. And that's, that's being nice because you're not being real with yourself. You're not respecting yourself enough 
for you to work harder than 30 fucking days. You've been at the same job for 10 fucking years. You're worried to get 30 days yourself for nutrition or fitness. Where are we going wrong today? And that is the space that we are in. And that is the space that we're trying to clean up. And if you can't tell, that is what we're trying to do here on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. People lack patience. You know, when we're on this journey, it's all about the end goal. Like, when am I going to get here? And what am I going to do when I actually get here is all about this end goal that you think will change your life. Once I get here, my life is going to change. I'm finally going to be happier. I'm finally going to have the relationships that I want. And we focus so much on the end goal when in reality, we spend most of our time on the journey because when you get to the end goal, like you said, it lasts a couple days, like you're happy for a couple days, but then you're setting the next goal because as human beings, one of the things that really keeps us going is growth. And if you stop growing, then you're, then you're already dying. But once you reach that one goal that you have set, it's human nature to want to set the next goal. So if you always depend on that goal to make you happy, to change your life, then you're never going to be satisfied. So why don't we just all spend more time focusing on this present moment? Because if you're not happy now, then you're never going to be happy. If you can't find happiness in the small things, you think only the big things are going to make you happy. You think the car is going to make you happy. When you get a house, you'll be happy. Mm. Then you will never be happy. If you don't appreciate what you have right now, if you don't embrace your point right now in the journey, then your happiness will never come. Yeah, and you know... (laughs) It's such a great thing that you just said that because in this thing called life that we have to understand, it's not just the 10 pounds. It's not just the five miles. It's not just the goals that you are, that you're putting into place. Like we, like we keep saying, we'll say it another time is when you do hit that goal, it lasts very short. It's a very short lifespan of, of super, of tons of happiness for that one set goal that you crushed. Guess what? I've never met one person in my entire life that ran their very first mile who didn't want to run a second one who lost five pounds, who didn't want to lose six, who made 500 extra dollars this, this month that doesn't want to make 501 extra dollars the next month. So the goal is always a moving target. And you don't know that yet until you start trying to go towards that target and get down that journey because everything that you come across makes you stronger. Okay. I know people who have lost over 110 pounds. I know people that have put on and changed their life put on 20 pounds of muscle. This shit takes so long and you ask any of them what their biggest achievement is, it's sticking to something that long and who I became in the process. Not the person you're looking at now. You lost 120 pounds. You lost 100 pounds. You lost 10 pounds. You feel better. How, how, how are you today? You know what? I'm actually a little bit different because what I've learned along this journey is not what I thought the 10 pounds was going to be. It's exactly. not what I thought lifting more was going to be. I am a completely different fucking person because you had to change everything about your surroundings to get to that said goal. Everything has to change. You can't just not drink on a Sunday and still drink your ass off on Friday and Saturday. You can't just prep Monday through Wednesday and think Thursday through Sunday is just going to happen. Okay. You have to make the time to commit to these things for you to get to those goals. That's the only way that this shit's going to work is if you create action, action gets you your results. Your results get you motivated. 
and your motivation goes right back to fucking action again. And that's the three steps right there, guys. You have to start everything with fucking action. Exactly. And I think people, a lot of times they sit on their couch, you're like, well, how do I get motivated today? Where does my motivation come from? They watch a YouTube video on how to get themselves motivated. And people always ask me, they're like, well, how do you always stay motivated? I'm like, well, I'm not fucking motivated every single day. Like it's more, I'm more, it's more likely that I'm not motivated actually. Like it's not that every day I wake up that I'm so excited to go to the gym and I'm so excited to now cook my meals. Yeah. Most of the times, you know, I don't want to wake up at five 30, but I do it fucking anyway, because I know that if I just let myself slip, let's say, you know, my alarm goes off at five 30 and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Let me just sleep for an extra hour. It's, it's going to be 6.30. I'm still going to have time, you know, to go on for my day. Well, I just broke the promise to myself that now I'm letting myself slip. And now that I'm telling myself it's okay for me to not keep promises to myself. And it's, and if I do that to myself, that I let myself slip, then I'm also just sending out the signal that it's okay for other people to not keep promises for me. So if you get stuck in a situation where other people treat you like shit and other people think that you're not worthy, then ask yourself, how are you treating yourself? Are you treating yourself like you deserve the best? Like you have some sort of discipline? Because I think the highest form of self-love is self-discipline. If you want to love yourself, then stick to your fucking words and live your best life instead of worrying about how everybody else hurt you and playing the victim. And the other thing that I think really keeps me going when I don't want to, you know, wake up and go to the gym is that I ask myself, what kind of privilege do I have to be where I am today, to actually wake up. Because just look at how many people who did not wake up today. If I woke up today, then I have a purpose. And there is something Mm. that I have to do to better myself and better this world. Because otherwise I would not be here. So if I don't have that gratitude for even waking up and being alive, then it's hard for me to keep going. So The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, I open my eyes and I ask myself, what are three things that I'm grateful for right now in this moment? And one of them is always waking up and knowing that I have a safe place to stay in. I have food on the table and just the little things, but appreciating the little things that a lot of other people don't have, you start realizing how good your life actually is. So instead of complaining about how you can't reach certain goals, how you don't have this on and how you don't have that focus on what you do have because the more grateful you are the more you're going to get whatever you focus on is what is going to expand and i think if you take a step back as well and just thank whoever or thank yourself or, or just understand that when you put your two feet on the ground that you know there's not a lot of people that can do that that can feel the ground that can see the ground that can see their feet touching the ground that can put their feet on the ground from a bed in a fucking house with a roof over your head. And you're going to walk your fucking small little feet on the cold floor over to the fridge. Not a lot of people have those things in their life. And if we keep looking at life, like it's happening to us, we're going to have the biggest problems in the fucking world until we understand that life is happening for us. And that's the biggest thing that I think personally I've come to terms with is that this life is happening for me. 
I didn't choose the adversities that I've have. Uh, should I take extreme ownership of them? Yes, but I'm not physically trying to go out and put these barriers in front of me, but they're there. They're there. I can't see them until my journey gets there. Well, when they are there, you have to understand, okay, this is happening for me. Okay. This is happening for me. This is, this is here to teach me something. There's a point in my life where maybe I was a little easy on things. And now all of a sudden I need to overcome some adversity to make me feel, get back on track. You know, I think so maybe we're just kind of going through our, you know, the norm of the, our day and maybe something boom happens, happens in front of you or you have to try to do this. You have to try to scale this mountain today. It's like, why, why do I have to do that? I don't want to do that. Trust me. No one fucking wants to do it. Okay. But it's happening for you to teach you something. And if you can't take a step back, like we said earlier, if you can't change your perspective, like we said earlier, and understand that these things, these great and wonderful adversities, these wonderful fucking things in our lives are happening for us to become, to have us become a better person, to come out on the other end of it, 1% better than every day compiles to a shit ton of growth every single day but you can also go backwards and the people that are going down and hitting the snooze button that are, that are kicking the dog as soon as they wake up, that are, that are pointing the finger at people as soon as they brush their teeth and walk out of the house that are late every single day. And they're mad because the barista is being too slow with the 20 car drive through that you were too fucking lazy to do your own coffee, at your own house. Cause you slept in. You'll never win the game. You'll never win the game. This life will be fucking miserable forever. It will be, it, you'll be, you'll be, cold and almost dead. And you'll be like, wow, I just pissed away a life. Guess what? I'm sorry. You're not coming back in the next. This is our only life that we have, man. This is it. This is it. So, you know, like get busy living or get busy fucking dying. And that's the honest to God truth, man. It's like, you need to come to terms really quick and wake the fuck up, wake up. I would give anything to get the 10 years back that I completely pissed away. And that's only 10 years. And like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, I'm only, I'm almost 39. It's not even close to being halftime for me. And I'm already wanting time back. So it's one of those things like, trust me, every day you wake up, I like to say this too. Every day you wake up with a cup and that cup is full of energy, right? That is your choice on who to pour that energy out on. That's your choice. If you want to give more to Maggie and her podcast today, or talk to Joe Schmo and be in that miserable boat today, it's, it's all your choice. But you can only, you can't refill that thing. It gets refilled every day you wake up, but you can't refill it throughout the day. So be very cautious of where your energy goes, okay? Because that's your lifeline. And if you're too busy pouring in a lot of other people's cups who don't give a shit about why you're giving them something to drink, then they're probably not the people you should be fucking around. Exactly. And I think, like you said, life is going to be miserable if you choose to let that be your story. So at any given moment, you have a choice to make. You can either make this a very happy life for you, or you can make this literally hell on earth. It's your choice. And I think the biggest thing is that most people, when they are about to die, I've actually witnessed this myself with my mom right before she passed away. She was only 46 when she passed away. And before she passed away, the week before, she knew that it was coming and she was just telling me about the regrets that she had so i witnessed it firsthand that when you're about to die you don't give a shit about the little things and you don't even care about what you did in this life you only can remember what you didn't do 
So if you are going to live a life full of regret because you are scared to take a leap, you're scared to start the business that you want to start, you are scared to leave the nine to five, you're scared to go after that big dream, you're scared to pour your 100% into the relationship that you desire, then you are going to live a life full of regret. At the end of the day, you're not going to remember, like when you're on your deathbed, you will not remember who talked shit about you. And you will not remember <laughs> what somebody did to you at work or, you know, like how your dog just barks the first thing in the morning and you're so mad. You won't remember any of that shit. And the things that we think are so important right now are not important. They're just so small that we're making it such a big deal in our heads. So we're coming up on an hour here, but I have one last question for you. So since Shoot, this, go for it. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, so since this podcast is called Mind Muscle Movement, so how do you take care of your mind and body so that you can thrive? The biggest thing I can try to get, and thank, let me digress a little bit. Thank you so much for telling everybody about that, about your mother um, dying, and that was what she was thinking because you know what? That's the one thing in life that scares the shit out of me is having regret at the end of, at the end of this short life that we do have. Um, I challenge everybody to not live with regret. And I think that's the biggest thing that I think we could t- take away from this. But I just want to say thank you, Maggie, for sharing that because I know, I know they're not, I know they're, they're healed wounds at times, and, but sometimes those wounds bust open and we need to talk about them. But hey, thank you so much. I love you for talking about that and using an example on this podcast. So thank you so much for that. Um, how I, sorry, I just brought the whole podcast yeah. to screeching yeah, halt. <laughs> um, I carve out time for my mind, my body, and my soul. I carve out time every day and I stick to a schedule no matter what. And what I mean by this is if you guys have ever done something like time blocking, or if you're one of, one of Maggie's clients and she's got you doing time blocking. Now listen, time blocking is very, it has to be very flexible or it could cause more stress right. in your life because you can't go minute to minute to minute like we like to do. You schedule a couple minutes over here and there and it has to be flexible and you can't have emotions for when you plan things because things oh, yeah. fucking go, they go crazy sometimes. If you're not in the time blocking and you think that's a little bit too monotonous or, you know, crazy, you know, or psychotic, that's great. You don't have to, but I can tell you one thing. I have some timer set up on my phone to take a step back from when I start working. Um, I tell myself to work an X amount of time straight without getting up, but then get up and go for a 20 minute walk on my phone. I carve out time for me. Okay. There's other people in my life who I hold up very dearly. My girlfriend is one of them. She's home when she's home and it's art. It's us time. Okay. I don't see her all day long. So I don't necessarily have to carve out time for us to be together when she's home. She's home and that's it. There's really no, no more things going on when she gets home because she gets home like seven at night, right? We don't need to be working anymore. Okay. No one should working that late. So I carve out time for myself. I'm walking first thing in the morning and staying active throughout the day, whether that be go play around the golf or go throw a Frisbee with somebody or go work out, whether it be inside or outside of the gym, I take one hour for myself of activity, maybe two. And I walk in the morning and I walk, try to walk as much as I can at night. I get 10,000 plus steps a day because that to me, listening to a podcast or just listening to the birds around the neighborhood when I walk clears my mind and it helps me see more clearly. And it actually recovers me a little bit, you know, to get away from these four walls, you know, like Meg and I look at walls all day long because we work (laughs) work for ourselves. Um, That's definitely for my mind and my body. Um, Something that I love to do as well is I'm getting more into now deep thought, deep thinking um, to the point of I try to take one 
one idea that pops into my head that I may have an emotion about it, whether that be sad or confident emotion about it. And I try to take that and run with it as much as I can. Just that one thought without anything else trying to come in. And I try to put all of my energy towards that one thought and see where it's taking me and see why I'm having that emotion at this time. Maggie, you know, sometimes things just pop up, dude. Like I'm an emotional guy. Sometimes something will hit me and I'll just, I'll, I'll be blown, blown back by the amount of emotion I'm having over it. And I don't know why. So I'm starting to take that and just run with it and see why I'm feeling that way to really try to, and the long story short is I'm trying to connect to myself I'm trying to connect my emotions back to me so that I can understand more about who I am and why that made me who I am and why that made me have that emotion that I do have. And I always try to conquer myself every single day. And I always try to become 1% better. There's just nothing else in this world that I think people need to do than to try to be 1% better than the day before. And I think once you start understanding that, you're winning, man. You're just going through life and you're winning every single day. Because to get better is, is to have growth happen. And to have growth happen has results. And guess what? You're doing it. So you're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with everything that you just said. You're either growing or you're dying. So awesome. Where can we find you on social media? And tell us about your CBD company. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I started a CBD company. Um, I have the landing. I have the landing page that's up. I can I can shoot Maggie over the link for that. She could probably yeah. help you guys out with that. Um, the the uh, website is being done as we speak. It's almost done. So everyday CBD, like everything in my Social media is every day. So on Instagram, it's everyday Anthony J. You guys can figure me out and find me there. I'm on uh, Facebook as well, but go ahead and go to Instagram. I have a link tree for all those things. I actually have a podcast as well that I'm pretty active on. It's the Everyday Growth Podcast. It is all about becoming 1% better every single day. It's definitely a no bullshit podcast. And yeah, it, it, may, it, it may be a little heavy for some people, but I don't like to sugarcoat things. I don't put blame on everyone. I'm, not, I'm definitely not a victim. And it's one of those things where what, how we talk today, and Maggie and I have talked, that's basically my entire podcast. And how it is, that is how it is every single day. So if you need a swift kick in the ass, go ahead and listen to that as Love well. Love it. <laughs> but uh, my CBD company, you know, CBD comes from... Uh, the ECS system, which is the endocannabinoid system, it's actually in all of our bodies, but science is actually showing that um, it's, a, it's a variety of like biological, func- biological functions, including sleep and appetite and pain and, the, and our, our immune system responses. Through this, said, um, through this said system, we have now found out that CBD is obviously you don't get any of the psychoactive uh, THC from that. So you do not get high people. So if you <laughs> find a very, I think that's why everyone's scared of it. Um, it actually ends up um, connecting to the receptors of your nervous system and actually helps you with things like sleep and things like stress and helps your cortisol hormone out for that response of you always feeling anxious. If you have always felt anxious throughout every single day of your life, you need to, you need to take some CBD. Cause I'm telling you what I take it in the morning. I take it at night. I have a roll on also that can reduce inflammation and get the CD CBD as a topical that goes right into your bloodstream to help with inflammation as well. And sore joints. I have that always in my gym bag. So right now we have three products with two more on the way. And, uh, it's just been a wild, wild ride. And it's one of those things where I never thought I would have, it's going to be three businesses at the end of this month. It's one of those things where I'm trying to do a lot it's not that I'm making a ton of money doing it right now, but it's these things that, hey, you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do anything else besides this. And coming up with these great businesses and working with great people and trying to support myself and my loved one, uh, carry on through this whole thing. It's like, what else would I be doing? You know, like this is, this is challenging me every single day to show up 
And I've had jobs throughout my life where I just punched a ticket, I just punched the clock, I just collect my paycheck. Like I'm not showing up for life. And that's not me, man. I want to challenge myself every single day. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah, that's amazing. That's what life is about. You challenge yourself, you push your boundaries a little bit, because like you said, you, you don't want to live a life with regret. That's why we show up every day and be 1% better. So awesome. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Yeah, this was an amazing conversation. I'll definitely have to have you back because I feel like we could talk for hours, but I will link everything down in the show notes. Go check out the CBD company. I will have to check it out as well. And Oh, for sure. I'll definitely have to send you some stuff for sure. Yeah. So awesome. I hope you guys all enjoy the episode and I'll see you all in the next episode. There you have it, community. I hope, I hope, I hope you guys love that. Man, that was a super fun podcast to do. Not to mention, like, the connection always makes the difference when you rock a podcast with someone who not necessarily thinks the exact same way that you do, but understands where you've been, what you're going through, because they're going through and they have been through some same, some of the same shit, but can bring education and awareness to these things. And I hope you guys really got something out of it. If you did get something out of it, you guys, please take a screenshot of your favorite part or take an audio recording. Just send it over to Maggie or send it over to myself. DM us both. You can find her at Maggie Dong. You can find me at Everyday Anthony J on Instagram. And you guys, leave some comments down below on this podcast and go back over to her podcast and check that out as well. Guys, like always, I love, I love, I love each and every one of you guys. And without you guys, this podcast wouldn't be possible. And without you, I probably wouldn't be here. And without you, I wouldn't be able to coach the way I do and coach wonderful people like you. But guys, for real, like it means the world to me that you are here. And it does really mean the world to me that you guys come here to listen almost every damn week. And like I said earlier, guys, in the intro, please do me a huge, huge, huge favor. Go on over to Maggie's podcast, The Mind Muscle Enlightenment, and please hit subscribe on that. Check out everything that she's got dropping and everything that she has going on. She's super active on Instagram, super active on all social media platforms, which I think she drops a podcast literally twice a week, which is gigantic. So thank you once again, guys, and thank you, Maggie, for allowing me to share your episode on my everyday growth podcast and guys please hit subscribe to this podcast there's so many cool and new things always coming out i'm trying to stay on top of it every week but it's been very very busy as you guys may know and do me a humongous favor as well guys don't just go over to youtube and hit subscribe please go to everydaycbdco.com please check out my new website for my CBD company. You guys also let me know if you like it. Let me know what you think is cheesy. Let me know if you think it sucks or let me know if you think it's great. It's all good. Like we're all, I'm all here for super tons of feedback from whatever you guys think. It's really not a big deal. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You're only going to help me out. Literally. I can make changes to the website almost instantaneously. So just let me know what you like. Let me know what you hate. And you guys try the products, give a review on there. Just go ahead and buy one bottle of something. If I was going to buy any one of the three products that I have that I came out with, buy the the PM, which is a full spectrum CBD, meaning it has a little bit of THC in it, but it only has 0.03, which is under the legal limit to have THC in CBD to be sold over the counter. So if you're going to have drug tests and things like that, you guys 
just avoid it altogether. But if you're having trouble sleeping and you have some massive anxiety when you go to bed at night and you stare at the ceiling for a while and you always wake up and you're never refreshed, you guys, or always wake up in the middle of the night as well, you guys take this product. It is very strong and it was very high quality. Like I said, guys, thank you so much. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Let me know what you think in the comments. Shoot me a DM and share it with someone who needs to hear it. Peace and love. Until next time, fam, I'm out.